This damn cat. He's hungry, and now he's being very manipulative, aren't you? Oh, now we're best friends. You never come anywhere near me when I'm sitting here. Minding my P's and Q's. And now you're purring, and you're so friendly, and you're so sociable with me, and you want to hang out because you're hungry. Now, wait a minute. Your food should have already dropped in the damn food dish. What the hell are you hungry from? Huh? What are you? What are you? Look at this guy. Oh my god! And then he—I can't even pet him. And then he runs. He's like, "Oh, oh, the big fat one's standing up. He must be coming to get me food." <clears throat> hey, come here, Tobes. I'm pretty sure. I mean, your food. Okay. Well, there's still little pieces there. Eat it. Didn't even finish his lunch, and he's like, "Where's the rest? Where's more food?" Can I get you more food? Fucking guy. Anyway, this is like my third attempt at doing a podcast because I just hate everything that I've been saying. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this. <laughs> I'm looking at this Florida fucking hurricane thing. Uh, Ian. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not looking great just as far as you know no matter what i mean these people on the gulf coast side tampa uh you know into i mean mean, when you say central florida florida ain't that it ain't that wide central florida is like i mean you could go from you can go from the coast and be in central florida in an hour 90 minutes tops depending on you know if you're on the little fat end of you know down the lake okeechobee Everglades-ish area. I think that's a... Whatever, but... um, I mean, basically, it's an hour to get to the middle of the state. You know, if you're going from west to east, east to west, it's like, let's call, let's say Orlando, Central Florida. That's a quick... It's less than an hour to the east coast. I mean, like, Central Florida is not... It's not anything. It barely exists. It exists only in the sense that, like, ever there's a middle of uh, like everything, right? Pretty much, not everything, I guess. I mean, you, 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 most things, you know. I don't know. God damn, I, I fucking my mind is. I can't. I can't. I hate this podcast too. I hated the last fucking ones that I did, and I every one of them ends. The recording ends with me saying, "This is fucking shit." It's really like it's really weird because I used to do. The, doing this for this is my fourth this is season four of the birthday boy podcast and you go back to seasons the first ones where i actually had time to do this where i could like sit at the computer and write stuff that here's what my topics for the week and i'll just talk to those and stick to those topics and then be done (laughs) yeah back in those days uh i was never I never got to a place where I would be like, hey, this sucks. Stop recording. Shut it down. Done. And I don't know if, and that's, you know, when I, when I think about it, I'm like, did, have I gotten worse at this? Is there so much going on that I can't really devote that much time and effort and energy to any of it? Wait, what the hell is this? Oh, okay. Um... Or am I just a harsher critic of myself? I, I, I don't really know. 
What I do know is that there have been three attempts at recording a podcast and talking about something and I get into it and then I just, I'm all over the map and then I stop. I mean, there's one of them I started eating Skittles while I was talking and then I had, and then I'm like, I could, I'm like, hold on. And then I had to pause. I'm like, well, I better just eat these Skittles and then go back to recording. And then I just stood there eating Skittles, just shoveling Skittles. My kid, we went to BJ's on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. And you can hear that. It's a big giant bucket of Skittles. My oldest is a big fan of Skittles and is also very similar to me because there was just something about how poisonous Skittles are, which think that's a big surprise to anybody it's a fucking colorful fruity candy with sugar and dye and it's just a you know it's gross but it's so delicious and i love skittles i just love candy there are very few candies that i look at that and say no no a pass hard pass on candy uh and skittles is one i mean it, it's the easiest thing in the world to eat. Just there's a bucket of Skittles, and you just you shovel these things in you. They're little tiny pieces. You shovel them into your mouth, and because they're little tiny pieces, it never really feels like you're eating that much. You know, you throw a handful of Skittles down your throat, and uh, it's like, eh, it's barely anything. I don't think that was, I don't think that was really any calories at all. It was only a handful of Skittles, and then it's like, yeah, it's it's a fucking. You just threw like a poison capsules down your down your throat i had a manager at, uh, when i worked someplace um out there in west palm beach had a worked in an office great view phenomenal view of the ocean of the intracoastal of palm beach island of the surrounding hotels and everything just a really unbelievable just suspect it's like you walk into the break room and I'm so used to just break rooms that either have most of them have no windows at all. It's just, you know, it's the fridge and it's the microwave and all that crap. And this break room looks like every other break room in existence. Fridge, microwave, table, some chairs. You can sit, eat your lunch, whatever. And a big giant window taking up the entire wall that just looks out into the Atlantic Ocean. And it was just like, holy shit, that's a spectacular view. And that's that's pretty much where any of the uh, any of the upsides to that job come to an end. <laughs> the job that I had there in West Palm Beach. But the manager of this office, he uh, he's lost a ton of weight because I, you know, we're still, I don't know, he's on LinkedIn or whatever. But um, he's he was. He was a big, big boy, <laughs> very tall, very big, ex-football you know, football player. So he's, he's a big dude, big, big, big bastard. And, uh, yeah, he would sit there just shoveling down. He'd get a bag of Skittles. And I'm sitting there, like, for lunch I'd have a fucking – I'd have a cheeseburger and a bag of chips and a Snicker bar every day and wash everything down with Diet Mountain Dew, and I'm looking at him eating a bag of Skittles like, ooh, is that really such a great idea? Should you be doing that? As I'm gaining like 30 pounds in a month because I was so miserable. It's bad enough being miserable at work to then be miserable at work and leave the office and remember that you're in Florida. It's like, oh, okay, good. Good, I get to, I get to be... <laughs> 
I get to be beaten up at work, not beaten up, but I get to be miserable at work. And then I get to immediately walk outside and be punched in the face with the fact that it's 95 degrees and a hundred percent humidity. And I, it's like, I literally feel like I just got punched in the face by a wall of humidity and blinding sun. Oh, bad, bad memories it really is. What a miserable, what a miserable time going from like the happiest, you know, the, the, I don't know, let's say 10, honestly, like the 15 years prior, uh, still rank among like the happiest that I've had where it was the least, I mean, there were some, there were some times in there, you know, business school was tough, was really tough, particularly that first semester. And, you know, and other stuff here and there, you know, college, just, just you get stressful moments here and there and whatnot. But, man, oh, man, it just really, it just all came crashing down as soon as we, as soon as we packed that car and headed south to Florida. But I was just thinking about, I was just on a call because a lot of these people that we're working with, uh, the vendor, many of them are in Florida specifically in the Tampa, Orlando, that kind of area where a lot of people live. That's a that's a very popular place because you have you have two cities that are pretty pretty close to each other. Which is kind of nice, you know, if you're working in Tampa, maybe you get laid off, you can f- probably find something in Orlando, vice versa. Particularly if you're in like healthcare, hospitality, the big the big industries down there. Uh, but boy, did they pay. Oh my gosh. I remember. I remember talking. Ooh, hey, the automatic, uh, the automated litter box is doing its thing. I always enjoy watching this. I rarely get to see it. There it is. It's raking the. I don't know. I, it's already gone. I don't know if it was a turd or just whatever, but it, it senses the cat. And there's, you know, it senses that there's pressure and then the cat leaves and then there's a countdown clock. And then uh, I think sometime in the next 20 minutes after the cat does his thing, then it, then it shovels the, the shit and rakes it up. And, uh, you know, let's be honest. Does that mean that there's no smell of cat fucking feces? No, unfortunately but the good news is it really only exists in that room. As soon as I leave that one room, it's it's gone. You're you're a stinky little four-legged fellow, you know that, Toby? But hey, aren't we all? Aren't we? Isn't that how we all started? Stinky little four-legged little creatures and here we are just even stinkier creatures that are a little bit bigger than a cat and uh and and walk on Two feet. Is that? Is there any other difference? I don't know. I wonder what it'd be like to be covered in fur. I'd be annoyed. I'm annoyed by wearing socks. Which, but <laughs> I won't get into this. There's like a whole checklist. You know, the internet's a bad place. It could be a great place, and it's the best and the worst thing all at the same time. Because anything you ever want to know, you can find. But also stuff that. Uh, anything you'd ever want to know included in that is a bunch of shit that you either shouldn't know or is just totally false. Uh, 
So, yeah, so when I when I go and I look at some, you know, they have all these, like, you know, you could take a test, uh, you know, what simple, you know, kind of harmless stuff, like, what state should I live in? You know, and you answer a bunch of questions. It's like, do you like flat, swampy places with theme parks? Yes. Oh, you should live in Florida. Do you like cold and mountains and like it's dumb questions like that but anyway and then it just asks like do you like florida (laughs) no okay then you shouldn't live there do you like massachusetts not really well then you shouldn't live there do you like canada that's all right well they're dumb but but they have all these you know they have adhd questionnaires that's how i you know i took i took one a few months ago and was like eh I don't know if, you know, how accurate is this? Eh, Probably up for debate. But I scored high enough that there's probably, you know, if I I thought enough to take this test, there's probably something there. Then you go to the doctor and then you have ADHD and then they give you medication and then it does nothing (laughs) because, I don't know, it's not a high enough dosage or you're just so off the charts that there's, there's no hope. Um... And then you do the same thing, you know, I was scrolling through Twitter or something and it's like, everyone's somewhere on the spectrum. Where are you on the autism spectrum? Like, oh, oh. and for me, I always think like, I, I'm not any of these things. I can't be. That's only for other people who aren't me. That's only for people I don't really know who are just case studies in articles that I might read. Or, uh, you know, people that I meet uh, just throughout the course of life. But, yeah. So you take a, you take a, you take a, 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 a autism, where are you on the spectrum test? And then you see things like, oh, hey, do you, do you hate wearing socks? Autism. Like, what? Who the hell likes wearing socks? Who is the fucking insane person that enjoys wearing socks? I shouldn't say it. My wife likes wearing socks. But my wife's socks are like they're small and they're thin. I mean, I think that's my problem. I have these big like these big puffy sort of socks. Not puffy, but they're thick. And I put them on. I just ha- I hate putting them on and they're tight. And I ha- like I have to mentally prepare myself for days before I put on socks as a perfectly sane person would have to do. Uh I my hatred for socks, I can't even I can't even fully articulate. And my wife is the total opposite. She she always has to have footwear on. And I get it because I walk around barefoot all day. And then at the end of the day, you know, I'll, you know somebody will get a, take a ganders at the bottom of my feet and be like, whoa, dude. Like, Because no matter what, you can clean your house all day, every day. There's just – there's always going to be something. And also, I you know, I'll I'll step outside on the patio in my bare feet. I'll walk, you know, I I just don't care. I'll walk out to the car in my bare feet if I had to. Of course, I never have to get anything out of my car because I'm very, I'm very neat. My car has nothing in it because I, I, I it has to be it has to be immaculate, spotless. I go to the car wash every day and I have a little towel that I towel off the dashboard. Anyway. Um, what does that have to do with it? Oh, yeah, socks. So I hate socks. And the, the thought of just putting socks on, like, as you're just lounging around the house, uh-uh, never. 
Never. I can put slippers on, but that's because slippers, they, as the name would imply, they slip on your feet. And just as easily as they slip off, slip on, they slip off. And that's kind of nice. It's a nice thing. Like, hey, there you go. So I can just kick these off if I want to. My little tootsies are getting cold in the winter. I'll kick them right back on. That's the only exception, and I hate it. I will go as long as I can without doing this. In the winter, my feet get so goddamn cold, and even putting slippers on doesn't help. They still stay cold, and the only thing that does help is putting socks and slippers on. And I that's on like my top 10 list of the worst feelings. I hate that. I hate socks, and I hate having socks on and then putting slippers on. It's gross. It's to me like it's right up there with wearing shoes on the beach. Like people who put sneakers on and then they go they go for a, like a walk or a run on the beach and I'm just like oh my god you're crazy. You know that you know the feeling you put How about this one? How about you put socks on and then you put sneakers on and then you go out on the beach. Oh my god. There's nothing worse. I couldn't tell you the last time I did that, but boy, oh boy, I I remember what it feels like, and it's awful. It's awful. Uh, and I guess I guess the only the only example of that would be like when we take our little winter trip over to the beach, and it's freezing cold, and yeah, I'm gonna keep my shoes on, but I, you know, it's a little bit different when you're on a hot beach. Your feet are freezing in the winter if you're on the beach, so it's like, eh, whatever. It's like, and you're probably walking in a lot of snow too. In the summer, you get your socks and shoes on. It's a million degrees, and now your feet are just you just it's just miserable. And my wife wears socks to bed, and I just I I'm like, how can? But her feet get so her feet get so fucking cold. No matter what, even in the summer, it doesn't matter. It gets cold feet. And mine don't really do that. And, oh, Jesus Christ. I just tripped. See? Footwear. I I slipped my stupid Crocs on earlier because I thought, yeah, maybe I'll just try to walk around with no, not get my feet all gross and dirtied up on these floors. I'll put, and now I've got my Crocs back on and now it's making a noise. I just I kicked my Crocs off in my room and then I just tripped over my Crocs. Uh, I guess the only the only time where and I still hate putting them on, but like if we go camping, you wake up in the middle of the night and your feet are like ice cubes. Because I'll go to you know everybody else is putting on like three pairs of socks, putting like a packet of hot hands in their socks so their feet stay nice and warm, and I'm just like boxers. No shirt. <laughs> it's going to be in the 40s. I'm like, yeah, I'll just wrap up in my sleeping bag and I'll put a, a hood on or a, put, a, put a hat over my head or something. And I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm, uh, I'm like, <laughs> and <laughs> that's the only time that I will get up and I will put socks on. It's the only time ever that I will put socks on when I'm sleeping. And even then, I will hesitate before I'll try to figure out any possible way to avoid putting on socks. But they say that's like, oh, you don't like socks, do you? Congratulations, you're a fucking autistic. 
which I say, okay, fine, I don't care. It doesn't. I'm still the same fucking idiot that I always was. It's just like, okay, well, I guess now I have autism. <laughs> and there was something about like if you can hear electricity. What does that even mean? Because I hear like electrical like hums and things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking hear that. But what does that mean? I think. But I hear the shit that I think everybody hears. You know, like how you can hear if the TV's on. Not so much with the newer TVs, but the older, back in the old CRT days, you know, where it was all like staticky and even if the volume was down and there was, or there was nothing, you, you still knew as soon as you entered a room where the TV was on, you knew that. Is that what they're talking about? Because I can also, you know, you can lean into like a, something plugged into an electrical outlet and you can hear it. Like I'll hear, I have stuff plugged in and I can hear. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is like two of the things on that checklist for <laughs> for autism is you don't like wearing socks and you can hear electricity. I'm like, yes, and yes to both of those, just like everyone. And then you find like, no, not everyone. And some people love wearing socks. I one of my best friends. I remember being we were kids and we were at his cousin's house and and the the cousin the mom was talking about how the cousin would flip out if the socks were on even slightly, you know, like the seams uh, were in the wrong, uh, you know, it was, or it was like crumpled up in the bottom of the shoe and screaming and crying. I'm like, yeah, I don't get, I don't get that worked up, but it, it bothers me just the same. Like I can't stand it. I can't stand if I put a sock on and I can, I can feel the, the seam, you know, and I can feel the, I don't want to feel anything. I want it to just be a... I want smooth socks. <laughs> I want smooth socks. I just yelled that out though. I forgot that my... Win- <laughs> I forgot that my window's open. <laughs> and somebody was just walking by. And all they could hear is just the sounds of nature. And then me walking up to my window saying, I want smooth socks. Just give me smooth socks. What's a guy going to do to get smooth socks around here? Toby doesn't need socks. He's got little, those little cute little kitty cat feet, don't you, my little perfect gentleman? Uh, anyway, what does that have to do with anything? What were we, what were we, Florida, were we talking about Florida and the hurricane? Uh, And so all of the, like, half of the people on this project, uh, and this vendor, are in the Tampa, Orlando-ish kind of area. And <laughs> there's a hurricane coming very, very soon. Uh, Ian. By the way, I was just talking the other day about how when I was a kid, I had a couple of friends named Ian. There was a kid down the road, uh, Ian K., who I would play with. We'd you know play in his backyard. And he had a tire swing, so I liked hanging out with him. That was my basis. If I hung out with people, it's because they had cool shit. And, you know, he had a tire swing. I didn't. I'm like, yeah, I'll go hang out with Ian. He's got a tire swing in his backyard. And uh, then there was a fella named Ian Diggs who was in my kindergarten class who had a birthmark on his, just uh, next to his mouth. And my kindergarten teacher, I remember one day, was feverishly trying to scrub the birthmark off of his face because she thought that the kid just wasn't bathing himself. 
And I just remember thinking, how am I five years old? And I know that like, dude, this is the fourth day the kid has shown up with the exact same splotch on his face. And you're a grown-up and you're trying to wash it off? Have you thought that maybe, just maybe, that's not something you wash off? I think that's just part of his face. You dumb fuck. This is why even, and she was one of the nicer teachers. I just, I hated my elementary school teachers. Anyway, not all of them, but a lot of them, some of them. There's There's a couple. Second grade in particular, not a fan, not a fan of second grade. Kindergarten was fine, but I was just, you know, nothing special. It's just like, eh. first grade, very sweet, very nice. Third grade, pain in the ass, but loved, loved my third grade teacher. Fourth grade, very sweet. Fifth grade, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but I remember these people named Ian and I didn't understand that I didn't know what their names were spelled like. And I just heard people say that one syllable. And I thought that these kids named, I thought their names were Anne. And I just thought, wow, that's, I didn't know there were like dudes who were named Anne. And so we would hang out and I would just kept calling them Anne and then I remember going, like, talking to my mom, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ride my bike down to Ann's house and play. And I'm like, Who's, who the hell's Ann? Is that, like, somebody new in the neighborhood? I'm like, no, Ann, you know, Ann, who I hang out with. Oh, you mean Ian? That's not Ann. It's Ian, you dummy. I'm like, Ian? How the hell, what kind of name is, how do you even do, what, uh, Ian? With, like, an E? Like a bunch of E, like E-E-A-A-N. Like, how do you spell? No, I-A-N, Ian. Like, how am I even supposed to say that? I'm like, I'm just going to keep saying Ann. Well, that's not his name. His name's Ian. Okay. And then in that Seinfeld episode, it's Ian. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, Ian. No, Ian. Ian. <laughs> Anyways, this hurricane's name is Ian. And it's it's, it's it's plowing right towards uh, right towards the Gulf Coast of Florida. Let's go to Weather Channel. See what's on the way. I'm sure they're going to have nothing but... Oh, it's a commercial. When the hell did the Weather Channel start doing... What is this? I'm on the Weather Channel, and it's Weather Underground is the name of the programming. Popular forecasting... Name for the popular forecasting website. Oh, they bought Weather Underground. It's all Weather Underground. And then at 5 o'clock is Storm Center. What is this show called? Weather Other... Uh, I'm so tired of everything in life. It used to be you turn on the Weather Channel, and even if they had a commercial, there was still an outline. You know, they had it in a box and outside, you know, the commercial was in a little box and then the weather was still happening outside of the, so it would tell you, oh, a local on the eights, they still do this. Okay. For Manchester, excuse me. I don't need to know Manchester's weather. I want my weather. And yes, I know it's only 20 minutes from here, but I want my weather, damn it. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) 
Well, there's okay. They're not talking about this hurricane at all on the Weather Channel, so that's great. I'm looking for Jim Cantore. Where is he? Well, okay. So the Weather Channel is used. Is there any other Weather Channel? Are there other channels that do weather? There have to be like 50, don't there? Weather. I'm going to type, just say weather into the remote. See what you get. Uh, oh, and it just comes up with the forecast for. All right. All right. That's helpful. Seven day forecast with the weekend always in view. Yeah, I got it. Tuesday, 72. Wednesday, look at this. Wednesday, sunny, 70. Thursday, sunny, 65. Friday, sunny, 65. This is fucking late September, early October is some of the best weather. Uh, it's it's. This is just what I think of. I think of just blinding blue skies and the leaves starting to change and it's cool and it's breezy and I just you have to sit at a desk. Anyway. Oh, there it is. There's the trajectory. Oh, yeah. That's that dark purple eye of the storm going right through Tampa and right up through. A, and it's supposed to be a Category 3 when it hits the thing. Anyway, uh, I was just, uh, you know, we were talking to some of our uh, people, our, the vendor, you know, partners who are in Tampa, Orlando, that that area. Uh and uh, just saying, like, hey, you know, stay safe, be careful, all that stuff, and and like, yeah, you know, we got the, you know, kind of making jokes, like, hey, I got Oreo cookies and wine, I should be all set. And I'm like, okay, that's good, that's funny. And then I said, yeah, you joke, but <laughs> in 2011, I lived in Florida, and I, uh, I had. Um, whatever the hurricane was i don't even remember the name of it some fucking hurricane and i'm i'm new to the whole hurricane business uh even though we were in orlando when hurricane katrina came through and we i remember just like i felt like it was uh the movie independence day you know when the plane takes off just as the just as Washington, D.C. is being annihilated and Air Force One is taking off and the flames are, it's like outrunning the flames of the explosions and they just make it up into the air. Like, whoo, that was Hurricane Katrina. We were in Orlando having a fun little time uh, at the parks and then we got in the thing and then we flew the plane. I feel like the plane was taking off just as like the hurricane, like the rain was coming in, all the bad stuff. And we flew home, and then Katrina, as you know, I think you know the rest of what happened with Katrina. Not, not a huge, huge. I mean, it impacted Florida, but not anything crazy. And then it had obviously New Orleans. It just, uh, you know, it, the hurricane came through, and that wasn't so great. But then the days after that, the flooding that just, uh, just devastated that whole place. Okay, here we go. Hurricane Ian. They got a purple. Oh, I see. So Tampa, Bradenton, Longboat Key, Siesta Key, Sarasota, Clearwater, Palm Harbor, Lakeland. That's all purple, which means hurricane warning. Which means, you know, fucking you've been warned. Get out of town or, I don't know, tie yourself to something. Um, tropical storm warning, Zephyr 
hills. By the way, the water that you get down there, if you buy bottled water, it's Zephyr Hills and it sucks. And then you find out like Zephyr Hills is that's it's Poland Spring. And it's like, how is this even the same? And this is disgusting. I just remember there are little things you don't realize when you move someplace. And it's like, wow, it's really hard to find uh, Vermont sharp cheddar <laughs> at a store. It's really fi- hard to find Wisconsin. I used to go and I'd buy Wisconsin sharp cheddar and Vermont sharp cheddar. And then my wife would make the most unbelievable homemade macaroni and cheese using those two things. And then we went down to this Florida place and you could find it at some spots, but it was really, really expensive. And then that's when I said, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, well, let me go get my Poland spring water. (laughs) And then you go down the water aisle and it's like, oh, Aquafina. Well, that is not water. I'm not buying that. Let's see. What else we got here? Dasani. Okay, that is also not water. I might as well take a bottle and like go stick it in a puddle in the parking lot and pull up better better water that is closer to actually being water than Dasani, which is just a it's a bottle of salt with a little bit of liquid in there that does not hydrate you uh, really at all. It just makes you more thirsty and uh, fills you with more salt. Anyway. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, god damn, it's fucking Tuesdays are Tuesdays are fun days. I will be happy. I will be happy when this. I just Tuesdays are always Tuesdays are always just. I hate Tuesdays. I've mentioned this before, and Tuesdays are always the day. I think that people don't want to have meetings on Monday because it's Monday, you know, and they don't want to have it on a Friday because it's Friday. So, like Monday, we don't want to overload with meetings because we're just getting back into the week, and we want to have time to do catch up from the weekend and get to, you know, get set for the week and do work and not be bothered with meetings. And it's just like, it's too, it's too much of a Monday to have meetings. And then Friday's Friday. So nobody wants to have a meeting on Fridays because it's like, well, Friday's the day where you're, you're supposed to catch up from the rest of the week and you're supposed to get your work done on Friday before the weekend and then get prepared for Monday. And, and then Thursday and Wednesday and Tuesday are like, you just, it's, that's when all the meetings are. And Tuesdays in particular, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are particularly just like, oh my God, it's, it's, it's nonstop. And it's gotten a little bit better. And we've got, you know, look, there's two weeks left until we're going live on this. The go live date is two weeks from today. Oh, which I can't believe, which is probably why I'm standing here doing a podcast because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be confronted with the fact that there's so much to do, and I'm going to be up uh, many late nights as there as there usually are, and then I don't want to work during the day. I just I have like this real weird. I just I work during the day and then I work during the night and then in between I do a podcast here or there for the lunch period. <sighs> or the early morning period between dropping the kids off at school. And the 9 a.m., you know, start of work, the, the, the official, I guess, or unofficial, or I don't know, the, the 8 o'clock hour is a good time to do a podcast. And then the lunch hour is a good time to do the podcast. And on Tuesdays, I have a meeting during the lunch hour. So right after that is a good time to do a podcast. I don't know. But anyways, these, these poor bastards are in Florida who are working on this thing. 
and uh, we're just having a meeting and like, hey, you know, if we're kind of offline or out of pocket or you can't, you know, there's radio silence over the next couple of days. Yeah, the hurricane's coming pretty soon. And uh, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe into Friday might not be ideal times to catch us, to, to get, get in touch. And, uh, you know, they're saying, like I said, oh, well, we got the wine and we got the cookies. And, okay, great. Um, but like I said, all joking. <laughs> and I told my story and I said, uh, you know, I, I said, all joking aside, be, be safe. Um, and I told my story of when I lived in Florida and I lived in uh, good old Port St. Lucie, the Pizzle. And, uh, and <laughs> the, the wife was home with the, you know, we had uh, a, a two-year-old. And um, I'm trying to think. Was it af- I think it was after. I think it was later in September. But it might have been August. So either either the wife was home with one baby and pregnant with the other. Or was home with the two-year-old baby and a brand spanking new baby. And I went to the store to get supplies. Hurricane. Oh, my God. We got... And we had like the hurricane shutters, and I'm like, "What are we supposed to do with? We're supposed to put these up?" I'm like, "I'm not doing that." Fucking if it's gonna, what's gonna happen? The window, and we got to repair windows. Okay, fine, I'll let that. I think that's easier than me trying to put these stupid, <laughs> these stupid shades up. I ain't doing that. That's a big effort, and two stories. That's why I get why there's so many one story houses in Florida because you got to if you want to put those stupid shutters up. It's hard. It's a it's a big enough pain doing it on the first floor windows, and then you have to climb to the second floor on a ladder and putting the hottest time of the year. Oh, forget it. Um, so I went to I went to Walmart to stock up on non perishable food items that we could eat when there was if there was no power and no way to cool anything and no refrigerator and no anything and no generator to you know back this stuff okay i'm gonna get just stuff that we can eat if we need to i got some you know i can cereal just dry cereal <laughs> and i i walked up and down walmart with the rest of the assholes loading their carts with stuff i'm like what are we supposed what the hell are we supposed to get yeah obviously i can get fruit but that's that's only gonna last as long as it lasts uh anything i need to refrigerate ain't gonna be good for more than a day or two Okay, well, let's see. So I came home with uh, several big giant boxes, cases, you might even say, of um, Twinkies and Pop-Tarts. <laughs> and that was, that was my hurricane prep. I said, okay, well, we got a lot of Twinkies and we got a lot of Pop-Tarts. By the way, Twinkies are fucking gross. But as I keep saying the word Twinkie, I find myself saying, oh, I really could go for, I'd like to eat a Twinkie right now. I haven't had a Twinkie probably since we lived in Florida and had a hurricane go through that really didn't do much of anything. <laughs> uh, I think it was a few days of uh, some rain and some thunder and lightning and some wind and maybe a couple power lines here and there, some some palm trees in this, you know, palms in the road and some stuff like that. And then otherwise it didn't do jack shit. It did nothing. It was a minor inconvenience of rain and thunder for a couple of days. And 
maybe the power was out for a few hours, maybe half a day. If even, I don't even remember the power being out at all. I remember the power just going out when there was nothing happening. I remember 4th of July weekend, a few months prior, when my wife was very much pregnant with child number two, and child number one was not even two years old, and the power went out on like a Friday night, and I couldn't get a hold of our, actually, maybe that was the following summer. I don't even remember. I I don't know. There were a couple of different times where our air conditioner just stopped working. And the, or there was power out. It's just weird shit. And you try to call, you call the, the owner of the property and it's a fucking accounting firm because the place, the original uh, rental people, company, whatever you call it, uh, the owners of the pro, it all, it went belly up and, they're ba- <laughs> and they went bankrupt. And so I, I think about two months after we moved there, the office manager suddenly disappeared, and the and the clubhouse was just locked. There was no, there were nobody on site, no on site office guy, no on site maintenance. The maintenance guy dis like everybody just disappeared. There was nobody, and we go to the pool, and there'd be like fifty kids who I had never seen before. Just party because they knew like, hey, we can go use this pool and have a big party. And I remember going there one day and there was a big, huge party in the middle of a Saturday and all these kids. And and there were some there were some mean looking dudes there, too. Like I I was a little intimidated, I will say. And my in-laws were there because they were visiting. And I said, I said, no, I pay to live here. I pay to live, to swim in this pool. You don't, because I've never seen any of you before in my life. And so I showed up and I was, you know, there's a bunch of, it's a bunch of kids just smoking weed, blasting tunes, you know, chicken fights in the pool. I mean, it looked like it was right out of like central casting for like, a, you know, the, the teens having a party. And like I said, there were some, there were some intimidating looking people and they were kind of staring me down as i walked past them with my <laughs> two-year-old not even i said this is our pool this is where we swim and we are going for a swim right now what are you looking at me for you pay rent here do you own one of these places because i know i pay every month so i'm gonna swim in my pool is this pool reserved for you no it's my pool and i'm gonna swim in it and my in-laws and my wife, uh, st- <laughs> they stood back uh, in the court. I don't. Nobody got in the pool. They just said, you know, I think everybody wanted to turn around and leave. And I did too. But I also, it's the principle of the thing. And I said, no, no one's pushing me out of my pool. So I swam. And my little ch- child, who's now about to turn 13, who was just a little baby, uh, did the usual shit that we did at the pool, you know, come on, jump to daddy, jump to daddy, and we swam around. And some of the girls were there like, oh, it's so cute, so cute, you know, and then, and then, you know, there were, there were some big fucking fellas, you know, <laughs> smoking that weed and just kind of staring at me like, get the fuck out of here, you asshole. And I stared back like, hey, guys, guess who's not leaving? Me. 
Probably not a brilliant strategy on my part. But you know what? God damn it. I paid for the privilege of swimming in that pool. Even though we found used condoms floating in the pool. Who cares? It's still a pool. And it was otherwise mostly pretty clean. And we'd take the pool water to the pool store and get it tested to make sure that it wasn't just like a big fucking uh, pit of semen that we were swimming around in, which we weren't. And, uh, you know, then that's it. And it was nice to go like in December, like a week before we'd fly home for Christmas back to New York. And I will admit there are nice times to be in Florida. And winter is, you know, those are the nice times. The rest of the year sucks. But uh, December is very comfortable. In January, February, and March, they're decent. And then in like around like April 4th, it just is like, oh, somebody just flipped the switch. And now it's just going to be awful until, uh, you know, October, November of next year. Great. Fun. I spent more time inside during the summer because it was too hot than in the winters in the Northeast. I'll take winter in the Northeast any day over a summer in Florida. Any, any day. The harshest winter. As, as much as I might get seasonal depression sometimes in the winter where it's just like, ugh. It's just so cold and it's just nonstop snow. And even though I, I'd like that shit, after a while, anything gets to be old. I'll take it any day over the summer in Florida. Um, and then to finish up the summer is like, hey, guess what? Now we're at the hottest time of the year. We're in storm season. Here come the hurricanes. So, yeah, I would stock up on <laughs> Pop-Tarts and Twinkies. And now I'm like, I'm kind of craving a Twinkie. But I know what it's like. You, anybody eat Twinkie? Anybody eat a Twinkie? I eat a Twinkie and like my throat hurts after eating a Twinkie. That's like the one food that I eat it and then I feel like I have a sore throat. Like did I just did I just swallow like what's in this Twinkie? Like is it just is it just like what is it? Insulation? Is it sawdust? I know sawdust is in Taco Bell. But anyways. Anytime I talk about really unhealthy food, I crave it. I read Fast Food Nation, and when I say read, bought the book on tape and listened to it in my car as I drove around the Adirondack Mountains, eating McDonald's, listening to all the horrible t- details of you know what goes into McDonald's and the chemicals and the treatment of the animals and just all just like stomach-churning stuff. And I'm like, oh, God damn, I want a fucking cheeseburger. And everybody else is like, I'll never eat McDonald's again. And I'm sitting there with a Happy Meal like, almost done with Fast Food Nation. Pretty gross what they do. Oh, Big Mac's so good. And then actually when I lived in Florida, Taco Bell was like basically in the parking lot in front of us. And, um, you know, I would uh, – oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, the air conditioning went out. And this fucking the there was nobody on property no no man no property management no maintenance no security it's a quote unquote gated community there's no gate well there was a gate but it was in the up position at all times because there was nobody to like who cares so that's why the people came in and they used the pool all the time and they would party and then when the air conditioning would break or the power would go out and I would call like I I I, I don't even know who to call anymore because there's nobody here who am i supposed to call and then we'd find out and we'd call and they'd be like yeah well it's 
it's Saturday and Monday is a holiday, so we can get somebody out there maybe Tuesday or Wednesday to take a look at your air conditioning. I'm like, yeah, but you know that we live in Florida and it's July and uh, it's it's Saturday morning and you're telling me uh, I got to wait all of Saturday, Sunday and Monday and then maybe Tuesday and possibly Wednesday is going to be when we get somebody to come out here? Uh-uh. And they would say, well, you can hire somebody and then send us the bill and uh, we'll, you know, we can pay a portion of it. a portion. Like, so I got to go find my, uh, that's why as much as I complain about this place where we live right now, I know where to go to talk to somebody in the office and that they will be there during the office hours. I know that there's a 24 seven number that I can call. If I really have a problem, maintenance, I can put in a ticket and they will be here depending on the urgency. And also when maintenance isn't really on site on Saturdays and Sundays, if it's really that bad, like if I say, hey, the bathroom is flooding, they'll be here and they'll call a plumber to come and do it. It's fabulous. As much as I complain, as much as it costs, and yes, it would be it would be cheaper to live in our old townhouse in Florida and have no maintenance on site and just call anytime there was a problem and pay out of pocket, that would be cheaper than the rent that we pay here to get maintenance to come for free and fix and replace everything. But the peace of mind of just knowing that something is not working the way it's supposed to and I can get somebody over here at any time and if it's not during regular business hours, they will send somebody on the the on-call thing and most of these guys live on site anyways and that's fantastic. Uh but in Florida, yeah, it wasn't the case. And I just got very lucky. I said, well, we can't – I'm not going to call who? On a holiday week, who's going? they're going to charge us a million dollars to come and look at the AC. And thank goodness our neighbors next door who I didn't – we had no conversations because they didn't speak any English at all. And I didn't speak any Spanish at all. And the most that we would ever do is say hi because they were always out in the driveway uh, with their kids and stuff, and they were the nicest people, super nice, loved them. I loved them. I never talked to them because we couldn't uh, understand each other, but they were so friendly, and it was just, uh, you know, it was a pleasure to live next to, other than uh, one of the guys, uh, you know, every morning there was some fucking horn next to my child's room, and I would hear through the fucking uh, walls that were, I think, made out of rice cakes. Because you could just like breathe on it, and and it would <laughs> it was so thin. Anyway, uh, and we had these great neighbors, and 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 then on the other side there was another uh, Spanish speaking neighbor who but who was who was bilingual and spoke fluent English, and I was able to get this sweet uh, Angelica, Angelica. I think I forgot her name, but I, she was so nice. She was such a sweetheart. And she was our translator. And I said, hey, you know, our fucking AC, you guys having problems with your AC? No, but your next door neighbors, their they're AC repair, you know, HVAC people. And I said, really? How do you know that? Like, well, because I speak Spanish and I talk to them. I'm like, oh, well, can you tell them that I'm having a fucking problem here? And she did, and our neighbor came over. The son, you know, the, the old man was like the owner of the business, and the son 
uh, knew all that shit too. And he came and did, luckily it was just like, there was uh, the water had filled up in the thing with some like plug that you had to pull out and it drained it or something. And I don't know, but he did it and he pulled this thing and the AC fired right up and was working perfectly within 20 minutes. It was just ice cold. Yay. I thought, well, that's, I got lucky. I shouldn't have to like, I shouldn't have to go ask my neighbor in their free time, like, hey, can you come look at my stuff? Uh, so it was, it was, uh, it was just, just a nightmare. God damn. You couldn't get, I mean, just, and then, and then uh, this guy named Gustavo uh, bought the place or was the property manager or whatever. And he was wonderful. He was there the final couple of months that we were there. They finally, after having nobody on site, <laughs> the first like three months, there was this great guy who was maintenance and he came over and we always, he was always there and he was always picking up debris, palm trees and stuff that fell into the dry, picking up stuff and he was always on site and you could call him and he'd come fix everything. And then uh, like two, three months later, I never saw him again and the property manager and then it was just uh, – it's just Mad Max until like the last month or two that we were there because we had fucking ants – ants everywhere. All the time we'd spray. We'd do everything no matter what. There were just ants all the time. And then this guy finally – this new guy came and we were like, dude, we got ants. We got ants in the pants. And he would come over and he'd uh, – and he sprayed around the perimeter and he did inside – just like took care of shit. And it was it was great. I would have I would have been happy staying there if he this guy Gustavo was the manager. And then he didn't give me my uh, my deposit back, and I forgot about it. And then like I Jesus, it was like six months, maybe even a year later, after we moved. And I was in it was a rainy day. I was sitting in my car in Charlotte, and I said, "Holy shit, I never got my deposit." And I called this guy, and he Jesus Christ, it was like a week later that I had the 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 check back which like yeah come on that's that's good stuff anyway uh yeah but that was my hurricane prep and i hope anybody down there aunt carolyn who i i texted this morning and they're you know they seem to be okay and uncle pete and the and the whole gang cousin Corey, the whole the whole the whole uh the whole clan down there and all the all of lots of people that I know in Florida and hopefully you're all out of harm's way hopefully you got the you know this to me would just be a good excuse to be like all right I'm going to get the hell out of Florida for a few days and go uh I would I would head very far north and just go enjoy the foliage but not everybody has that luxury of course uh <laughs> yeah, I the late John Turgeon at at, uh, at Beach Coast, uh, late great John Turgeon. I remember he was telling us that like one hurricane. He was from Ohio. He just put the family in the in the high top conversion van and just left. Went back back home to Ohio for like a week, a week or two. He's like, yeah, we'll go up to Ohio. I'll work remote. We'll go see some Ohio State football games. We'll see the family. Get a little cool fall weather a little bit and then come back. And that's what he did. Okay. Uh, but I don't miss I don't miss the hurricane prep at all. Not that we did it any proper hurricane prep, and luckily we weren't there for any major hurricanes, but yeah, man, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch out for those hurricanes. Uh I feel like there was more that I wanted to talk about. The Skittles, the chemicals in the Skittles. I don't know. But I gotta go. I don't like this podcast either, but I think this is the one I'm gonna post. 
I'll try to do better at this. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just, it's between exhaustion and all the other shit going on. And, oh, crap, I just realized, yeah, today's Tuesday, so we got to go to archery tonight. Can I tell you, though, the Steam Deck is so fucking good. Go pre-order a Steam Deck if you like the video games and, you you know, the Switch isn't enough. Because Switch is great if you want to play Nintendo games and there's some stuff that's on there that... You know, they were able to pour it over pretty nicely. But, you know, if you want the big fucking, uh, I don't know, the, you know, God of War and Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead and Elden Ring and, I don't know, all these all these big, uh, you know, AAA games that you're never going to see on the Switch or, or couldn't, couldn't, you know, Switch couldn't handle these games or they would be, you know, kind of pared down a little bit, lesser quality. Uh, like I tried playing Witcher on the Switch, and it's just like the graphics are so much worse. I can't. I'm, I'm not going to do this. Um, but uh, boy, the and the Steam Deck seems to be like even if you pre-ordered it now, you'd get it, and probably in time for the holidays. It's so great. I've been playing this game. I tried out called J- Justice, Just Judgment, Judgment. I think it's called Judgment. And it's like a detective kind of game, but it's a street fighting game. It's like a fighter. You just you 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 get into fights with the like the yakuza in the middle of the streets. It's great. I would never have it's just it's a Japanese port. It's like I'm just my only sadness is I just don't have time to fucking play it. But that'll change. That'll change. Shit's shit's happened. I mean, it's stuff's gonna change in the next few weeks, no matter what. So that's that's a good thing. That's a good 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 good. Uh, okay, I'm hungry. I'm gonna finish the last few minutes of lunch here by actually eating something because I'm starting to starting to get a little lightheaded from all this all this hot wind that I've been <laughs> blowing out. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I'm gonna go. Uh, I feel like there was probably a bunch of unfinished thoughts. Sorry. I'll do better on the next one, I promise. All right. Enjoy your stuff, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.